Hi, welcome back on the Making Room podcast. I'm your host, Chioma Koro. <clears throat> and today, I'm going to be talking about peace in chaos. Yeah, it's been a while, but we're back. And our main text is going to be from Mark 4, 35 to 41. And then 2 Peter 3, verse 8. And so, I'll be talking about that in the main podcast. So, stay tuned. So, peace in chaos. I mean, the word chaos itself starts for like something that is inorderly, something that is disorganized. We usually use the word chaotic, which comes from chaos, which is a disaster, can one say, uh, can one say, ah, uh, and so what causes chaos in the first place for a believer, it's more or less like we are uncertain about tomorrow, like that uncertainty, how is it going to be, what's going to happen, and then so when we are in the midst of a trial or a trying period or a situation that we don't know what's going to happen what is it going to look like so we are afraid of outcomes is it going to be a good one is it going to be a bad one these things can actually steal our peace and so i just want to map out like what are the things that causes us to lose our peace in the midst of a trial and like create a chaotic situation one can say i think that one of the reasons is that um we haven't comprehended fully the greatness of our god (laughs) in thinking of the fact that god is already in your tomorrow it can sound like a cliche but it's true that's the first point god is already in tomorrow that you are worried about that's what jesus said in mark 6 33 where he from 30 all the way down and he talks about about tomorrow and all that in the last verse of that chapter he said that you should not take thought for tomorrow because tomorrow has sufficient i mean today has enough problems already i'm paraphrasing but you can check it out yourself and so it's more or less like tomorrow is in the it's already like certain before god god already sees our tomorrow he sees the end from the beginning he sees the whole picture but that we don't see and so it can create anxiety in our heart also and like i said tomorrow might be unknown to you but it's not unknown to god and also god does not live in the realm of time we live in the realm of time but God doesn't. He lives outside the realm of time. He has to live outside the realm of time for him to be able to create time in the first place. And so if we look at 2 Peter 3, 8, I read from verse 7 so we can have context. It says, But by his word, the present heavens and earth are being reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly people. Verse 8, Nevertheless, do not let this one fact escape your notice beloved that with the lord 
one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day. That is reference to Psalm 90 verse 4. Said the Lord does not delay as though we were unable to act. He was unable, he were unable to act, and is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is extraordinarily patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Um, this is the whole chapter or yeah, the last um chapter of the book of Second Peter. He's talking about this passage, talking about the coming of the Lord. And but I drew that verse out for you to be to be able to explain the fact that God lives outside the realm of time. And what else causes us to you know lose our peace in the midst of a trial is the fact that we focus, we do not um we do not focus on the faithfulness of God in time past. We tend to like be so focused on the circumstance and the situation that we're going through that we do not see or we do not recall to remembrance how faithful God has been. And in the book of Mark 4, 35 to 41, time will fail me to read the whole chapter for you. I mean, the whole verses for you. But that is a very known story where Jesus and his disciples were on a boat and what happened was the while they were on the boat it's there was a huge storm that came and so the the disciples they became very worried i mean they were so worried that they didn't understand what they were supposed to do anxiety took over and everything and so they, they went to jesus meanwhile jesus was up oh yeah so i'll read from verse 38 it says but jesus was in the stand asleep with his head on the sailor's leather cushion and they woke him and said to him teacher do you not care that we are about to die i mean such a question do you not care and jesus and he got up and sternly rebuked the way you notice that they said that to jesus but jesus did not respond to the question Instead, what Jesus did was that he got up in verse 39 and sternly rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Hush, be still, muzzled. And the wind died down as if it had grown weary, and there was at once a great calm, a perfect peacefulness. Now Jesus turns to them and he says, Jesus said to them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith and confidence in me? They were filled with great fear and said to each other, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? There is so much to unpack from this, but my point is that sometimes we focus on the storm and we forget who is on the boat with us. And Jesus got up. He didn't respond to their shenanigans instead what did he do he spoke to the problem he took care of the situation first then he res- he didn't react to what they said <coughs> beg your pardon but he responded to the things that they said to him and so we see that jesus had peace despite the storm that was going on and he created he still the song for them also to know 
that even in the midst of such a trying situation for them, that he's the Prince of Peace and he was with them. And the the thing that struck me was that this was a trial of the faith because when Jesus turned back and spoke to them, he, he was he asked them, "Why are you afraid? Do you have no faith in me?" And so it shows that in the trial of our faith or when when we have trials or chaotic situations in our life it's a trial of our faith and if we look at the book of james chapter one james chapter one says that the trial of our faith produces endurance so our faith is tried for a purpose i'm going to james one in james one it says there in verse 3 be assured that the testing of your faith can be trial of your faith but testing of your faith is what is used there by the amplifier true experience produces endurance leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace so in trial our faith needs to grow (laughs) because if james says that it produces endurance that means our faith needs to grow and so how does it go grow by taking God at his word, we need to trust God. Jesus said, why are you afraid? Have you no confidence or faith in me? That means our not having confidence and not having faith in God in the midst of a trial does not produce endurance and spiritual maturity. So for us to be able to grow spiritually, for us to be able to mature in the midst of a trial, it will mean that we need to cast our gaze on God. We need to, in, in in spite of what we're going through, we need to be able to have a focus of God before us. And one way to do it is gratitude. We need to think about the faithfulness of God in previous time. And if he has been faithful in the previous time, what makes us think that he will not come through even now? So... It's like we need to call back to attention the things that God has done. And we have to remember, in conclusion, trials are always seasonal. They're not forever. They have like a timeline. So at the end of each trial, we ought to have a fruit, a character, a form of spiritual maturity. There is an evidence that we've gone through that season. And the question I'm going to leave you with, what trial or difficult situation are you going through right now? And where is your gaze? There is indeed peace in the midst of chaos. But where is your gaze? Are you gazing at God? Are you reminiscing on his faithfulness in time past? To see you through this trial think about those questions. God bless you. Thank you once again for listening to Making Known Podcast. I'm your host, Shoma Kaur. We are on most podcast platforms. Feel free to listen to us on whatever platform works best for you. And if you have any questions, feedbacks, or prayer requests or something, you can always send us a message and we will be glad to respond and join you or agree with you on 
whatever it is you're praying for or you're going through right now so until next podcast stay blessed bye